Hello, welcome back. Go Ask Sawyer. Thanks for tuning in this Sunday. This is Jamie Sawyer, your host. And today we're going to talk about your purpose. What is your purpose? How do you find your purpose? I don't know. If anyone out there knows, please tell me. But I'm going to share some insights as to where I've kind of been, what my aha moments have been, and how I got here. And maybe they'll inspire you, or maybe they won't. Or maybe you'll give me some advice. Before we move forward, I'm going to ask that you go into that review section and leave me some stars. Are you enjoying yourself? If you can leave me some comments, I would absolutely love that. Every little bit helps and I greatly appreciate it as this is my new hobby that I have just kind of fallen in love with. I do believe this podcast for wherever it is going to go is going to lead me to my eventual purpose in life. I'm really excited for those of you that have decided to join the ride with me. So to kick us off today in finding your purpose, I'm going to pull a card. This is the Shaman's Dream Oracle. Again, I love this deck because I believe that this deck really just speaks to what is in you already. It is not about angels. It is not about me reading tarot. It is really just kind of insight. One moment, please insight as to what is going on in your mind, what is going on in your heart, what is going on in your third eye at that moment. I apologize for the shuffling. All right, I'm going to cut the deck, pull a card on top. Sky Dancer Surrender. Sky Dancer Surrender. There's a beautiful dragonfly on this card. It is number 48. It looks like it's about surrendering. I feel like I've gotten this card before, which is just great. So whenever I feel like a card comes up more than once. I'm clearly not listening or not paying attention. So this one is Sky Dancer's Liberation from Attachment Surrender. When a Sky Dancer appears, she is inviting you to welcome the deepest power of the feminine into your life. You have already overanalyzed your situation to exhaustion. Now is the time to invite the sacred feminine, the wisdom within your heart, no matter your gender, to guide you to success. If you have become earthbound, plotting and planning and praying for change, cease and desist. Break the habit of being yourself, of repeating the same behavior and hoping for a different outcome. Stop trying to figure it all out and stop overthinking it. Surrender. The sky dancers are heralding the arrival of a new relationship with yourself in your work or in your love life. Do not assume that this person or opportunity will rescue you. The only way to liberation is to kiss the ground goodbye and take flight, to rise above the fray and the drama of the struggling, arguing mind. Dance in the sky and view the madness below by simply witnessing the actors and the human comedy unfolding on the ground. You are transforming it. As you observe the drama, you unleash the power of the sacred feminine that allows for resolution. The sky dancers know the maps of heaven and the way to the holiest and most sacred spaces on earth. They come to help you with your current life and even more important to guide you to the realization of your own divinity. Now, as I read this and think about this and look at this card, I 100% think, uh, and two weeks ago I did a solo talking about feeling very stuck. And since that solo, I've had some advice from friends, go to the gym for five minutes, leave, do that for like a week and then the next week go for 10. Another friend said, how about just do 10 to 20 minutes of yoga at your house until you're feeling ready. Another friend said, just go for a walk every night, even if it's just 10 minutes. So I greatly appreciate all that support. 
for my working out phase, but I really think I have to get to the point where right now where I'm just, I am happy and content. And maybe the person I am, the person I thought I was, the person I have been building, I'm still building. Working out didn't go away. I'm just in a pause. Creativity didn't go away. I'm just in a pause. And I think I put so much pressure on maybe what I once had, really big goals I once had. I feel like if I don't have a big goal in front of me, then what's the point? And now my new journey, I think, is kind of falling back in love with my writing, falling back in love with that self-care, even spirituality, like reading um, devotions every day, getting back to my meditation. And I think I need to stop putting so much stress on how am I going to get back and instead just get to living. Uh, Break the habit of being yourself, of repeating the same behavior and hoping for a different outcome. Stop trying to figure it all out and stop overthinking it. Surrender. I think what I really need to do in this moment and with this purpose, wherever this purpose is going, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, stop doing the same thing I've always done and expecting a different result. And I believe that is the same definition as insanity. I overthink, I overanalyze, I self-sabotage. This is going too well. Clearly, it's going to eventually burn out. This is going too, too well. Relationship, job. Let me do something to completely destroy it, to prove why I either A, don't deserve it, B, can't do it, C, will never be enough for it. And when the it, of course, I mean is relationship. But why am I constantly standing in my own way? Listeners, who else of you out there is standing in your own way? Are you driving, listening to this, thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing that in that I'm standing in my own way? Why can't you allow yourself to step forward? Why can't you allow yourself to have that difficult conversation? Why can't you allow yourself to forgive? Why can't you allow yourself to leave that relationship or leave that job? or leave that house? Why can't you allow yourself to let go and see what could happen if you just allowed the next step to come? And maybe it isn't even about leaving. I said leaving a whole bunch of times, but maybe it's also just about having hard conversations with yourself. Why do I keep doing this over and over and over? Why can't I try something different? What am I scared of? Do I not love myself? Do I not know myself? Am I going to have to sit by myself for a while? I, I think I talked about this on my last solo as well. Like in order to be in the extraordinary, what am I going to have to change? And why is is it so, and I'm going to say scary, but what do I not want to have to give up because I want to sit in the comfortable place? I feel like I talk about that a lot. So in looking for my purpose, I've always wanted to write. I will consider myself a writer. I do write a lot. I love writing. I feel like I am good with words, but I can't seem to ever do anything about it. I have ideas for books. I have a whole outline for um, a book currently, and I'm hoping that this podcast will help steer me. Maybe talking through things will help me. But I went back today in my journal. And I'm going to be super vulnerable with you guys for a moment. But this is why I think journaling is so, 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 so important. I don't know if any of you out there journal. I know it is not fun. I know it is not easy. And sometimes people are like, oh, I hate writing. I don't want to do this. You could also just paint or you could just draw every day. Your thoughts, your feelings, there are so many. One of the coolest things is when you've been doing it long enough and you're able to go back year after year around the same time and either see how much you've grown or 
see how much you actually knew was right. You know, when you think about your future self, how they say like act in a way that your future self would be proud. It's one of those moments. I think one of my purposes in life is listening to people. I've been getting better and better at detaching from conversations. Meaning if you come to me with something difficult, I don't, I try not to put my two cents in. I try not to make it about me. I used to, if you came to me and talked to me about one of your friends instantly in my head, I would think, oh my gosh, they're talking about me. Or, oh my gosh, I'm sure this somehow has something to do with me. Or I'm probably doing the same thing. But I've gotten better and better at realizing that I don't need to pick anything up that I don't want to. I don't need to pick anything up that I don't want to. So if you come to me with a conversation, I can just listen to you and leave all of that there. I don't need to react. I don't need to answer. I can just listen. It has nothing to do with me. But even if the conversation did have something to do with me, I also have many different ways I can react and respond to it. So I feel like as a listener, I'm getting better and better at doing this myself, which is making me a good listener. I notice that when I speak to people, a lot of people feel comfortable saying things to me. I think because I just listen. No judgment. I am not perfect. Far from it. I've done a lot of shady things in my life I'm not always proud of, but I've also learned to sit with those things and accept them and love myself for them and forgive myself for them. I think that's one of the most powerful things you can do. I don't know how many of you are sitting right now with maybe something heavy on your shoulders. Maybe you did something you are just not proud of. And that guilt can sit on your heart and your shoulders for so long and literally sabotage relationships. It can sabotage sabotage your life. It can cause depression. It can cause sadness. It can put a whole dark cloud over your head. And the more you're able to just say out loud, I did this. I did that. I lied. I cheated. And own it. Accept it. Be with it. Sit with it. And then forgive yourself. And then move on. Easier said than done. But oh my gosh, it is so freeing. It is so freeing. And I forgot what book I read that had talked about the more you learn to love all the parts of yourself and the better you know yourself, no one can come at you. No one can tell you about you. Someone might come up to you and say, hey, Jamie, you're a horrible friend. And I'd be like, okay. Because A, I know I'm not. But B, I also know that I've probably played the villain in some people's lives. And I know that. And I've accepted that on my end. So if you want to come and tell me about myself, you can. But I already know all the things about me. When someone can come at you and trigger you, it also means that you haven't fully been able to accept and forgive yourself for whatever they're triggering you on. And the faster you can get there, the less anyone's going to be able to trigger you. Now, that's not to say people don't. Of course, I feel triggered or upset or frustrated countless times, but I get over it easier. Or I take it as a learning experience. I'm starting to learn that, okay, maybe what they say was true. Now what? Can I put it down? Sure. Or what they have to say is not true to me, but it might be true to them. And that's also okay. And that's sometimes really hard to fully accept. I got a little sidetracked there and I do apologize, but I do. I think it's so important that the more you're able to accept all your flaws and all your things and all the cracks about you, the less likely people are going to be to trigger you. The less likely anyone's going to be able to come and tell you about yourself because you'd be like, yeah, I already knew that. And not in like a rude way, but my sometimes my facial expressions can be rude. But I believe that finding my in finding my purpose, I am a good listener. I feel like I have really great ways to help people find out who they are. I feel like I'm vulnerable enough to share a lot of stuff that maybe other people wouldn't share, like falling down, making mistakes, doing stupid things, but also what I've learned from it. I'm very quick to, fairly quick, I'm fairly quick to be able to acknowledge my mistakes and 
sit with them. But I do think that's where the biggest growth comes. Back in 2021, around end of March, I wrote, it gets better than weird. I sometimes feel unwelcome. I don't know what to do. I feel like she doesn't want to make room for me. I need to say what I want. I need to learn how to speak up for myself. I can't be afraid that we might fall apart. I should not be afraid. I want to be able to speak what I need, but I am so afraid. I don't know what to do. The amount of times I use the word afraid in that paragraph to me should have been a red flag either for me to be like, why are you so afraid to talk to this person that you're in a relationship with? And also, why are you feeling so afraid? Because there's just no reason to be afraid if you're in a relationship with someone to speak up. But also if you are, that's telling you something else. So this was March 2022 that we jumped a year and I wrote, stay in your lane. We're stronger than you think. You can hype people up. You know what to do. Not being on social media is actually really good for you. I need to work on my meditation morning and night. What can I commit to? Why do I want to meditate? How will this help my life, my focus, my strength? Always remember, you know what to do inside. Listen to your intuition. So that was March 2022. So I feel like I was growing and I was starting to like truly see who I was and what I was doing. I was starting to get in touch with my intuition. I was starting to understand about commitment even to myself. And then today I wrote, we need to know how far we'll go and how far we are willing to let others go with us. Once we understand this, we can go anywhere. We cannot set a boundary and take care of another person's feeling. Fear and doubt are our enemies. Panic is our enemy. I need to remember and that, that was the end of that. So those are my three journal entries. And I felt like each one, I saw myself grow a little bit more and a little bit more. And the one thing I took from it is that fear and doubt and panic are just never ever good times or places to make decisions or trust your emotion. So often the things that we fear are really just our, what do you want to say? Our, our body, our mind's way of keeping us safe and protected so we don't get hurt. But in making decisions in fear, it's usually not the right decision. Now, it might be different if you're in a life-threatening situation, but in general, those are just not great times to make decisions. I can easily think of moments I was in a panic. I was, I have to make a decision right now or something's going to happen. And those are just never good times to make a decision. I did try to tell myself that anytime someone says, I need a decision by the end of today, anytime I feel pressured to make a decision, it should be a no. Because the right decision should never be under pressure. You should always be able to make the decision that you want to make in your own time, in your own manner. And I just wonder, how am I How am I continuing to honor those decisions today? How is finding my purpose in life or how has it been growing over the last few years? And I, I feel like the biggest growth has been, it started a, a couple years ago when I really had to sit with myself after a breakup, look inside as to why I was emotionally unavailable. I never thought I was emotionally unavailable. But what I was is I was emotionally available to the extent I wanted to show people. To my friends, of course, I was all out, but I'm sure there were things I kept back. But in my romantic relationships, I kept so much in because, like I had said in my journal, I was so scared. What if I say the wrong thing? What if I do the wrong thing? What if they don't like me anymore? What if I say something and we get in a big fight? I hate yelling. You can ask anyone in my life. I cannot stand yelling. And that's a triggering from long time 
time ago. But why wouldn't I be able to say, I will talk to you when you can speak with me in a calm manner? I was so terrified of anyone that yelled at me that I would freeze or I would try to fix the situation so that everything was fine. And most of the time that was in my romantic relationships. But I have grown so much since then and I am nowhere near done and I'm nowhere near perfect, but I've grown so much since then. And now it's like I can see, I can feel when my body gets triggered about I'm scared, I'm panicked. I I literally will get hot from my toes all the way up to my head and like my stomach's turned, but I can feel heat and I can feel pulses in my fingertips when I'm feeling scared or shame, especially around somebody I really care about. I had a conversation with someone and I had forgotten to wash a vegetable of some sort. And when they asked, did you wash this? I said, yes. And then right away, I changed my mind. Why I lied, I don't know. That would, That's going to be a different suitcase. But later, I was able to say I felt super shameful that I did not wash the vegetable. Like, my whole body got so hot, even though this person, like, wasn't yelling at me, wasn't anything. I felt so shameful, which is so weird because it, it was absolutely nothing. But that's definitely, in all the books I've read, like, having a huge response to something that is small is your body's way of protecting itself. So I do have to wonder like what has happened in my past or what has happened that would cause me to have such a large reaction to such a small situation. A, why would I lie about it right away? Yeah, I washed the vegetable when I didn't and then corrected myself and then just felt horrible, like a bad person. And when I did bring this up later, like we had a conversation and everything was fine. But I believe my purpose or something around my purpose is almost to live life through my lessons and to share the lessons I'm learning. More and more, I am meeting people who are either starting a healing journey in their healing journey or have asked questions like how have you even done that how have you even started getting in touch with a b or c my mom and i the other day just had a conversation about fight flight or freeze and she had said i i don't know if i've ever heard of that i don't know if i've done that and i said mom i bet you've lived your whole life in fight flight or freeze you just didn't know it and you have to think do all generations know about boundaries about trauma response about how we love about love language And the more and more we're learning about ourselves and we're able to share ourselves with the world, the more we're able to be our true authentic self. So again, maybe a part of my purpose is to live my true authentic self and show literally a life lesson as I go along. Sharing what I learned today about codependency, still working through my book. What did I learn today about attachment? I have anxious attachment. I was going to say syndrome. It's not a syndrome. That's the kind of attachment I have. What have I learned about about journaling? What have I learned about shame? What have I learned about having hard conversations? I believe that part of my purpose is living an out loud, authentic life and sharing it with those around me that can maybe touch you or help you or even start to heal. In my next solo, I am going to share my signature story, which I'm working on because I would like to be a uh, motivational speaker. That's my next dream. And I am working to create my signature story. And everything I'm doing right now, I feel like there's just a phrase, do not be scared to start again. Do not be scared to start again. No matter how many times it takes, no matter how old you are, no matter how many mistakes you have made, I shouldn't even say mistakes, how many lessons you have learned, do not be afraid to start again. And maybe that is my purpose, to help people realize you can start over as many times as you want. You can be all the people you need to be. And we're 
we're constantly changing and we're constantly evolving. The Jamie now in my 40s is not the Jamie in my 20s. It is not the Jamie back in the 90s at uh, Martin Luther High School when I was the captain of the Palm Squad. I didn't know what was going on. I am just not the same and I love myself so much more today. And I'm so proud of how far I have come. But I also know if I hadn't have gone through and I wasn't willing to sit with myself and work through things, I would never be where I am today. So thank you for listening as I talk in circles to get to my purpose, my purpose-driven life. That's a book. I believe I read that. And I hope you come along for the journey. And I hope I make some of you think or wonder or ask questions or pick up a book or listen to another podcast. Empower Her is a great podcast. Create the love. We can do hard things. The People's Podcast. There are so many things out there that can help you start. So thank you. I love you all. Please leave a comment and be kind. And if you can't be kind, ask for forgiveness and move on.